You're listening to the Fake Fans Podcast. Howdy, and you're listening to the first episode of the Fake Fans Podcast. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, they. Um, I'm from Calgary, and my teams are the Flames and the Flyers. Don't ask me why I got into the Flyers. I honestly could not tell you. Personally, I got into hockey. Uh, I'm a total bandwagon Flames fan. And it is totally because they came in first in the West in, what was it, like 2019? That's actually crazy time ago. So totally started following them then and then just fell in love with Bar Down and Weird NHL and all that fun stuff. Yeah, my favorite all-time hockey moment is when Tortorella tried to fight all of the flames. My favorite hockey yes! moment. Oh my god. Forgot my that favorite happened. hockey moment since I started watching hockey is probably Pecorini's goalie goal. Goalie goals have a place in my heart. All right, gonna Hi, I'm Sasha. Sasha you prefer. I go by any pronouns you would like to call me, but my voice is usually interpreted as female. I have been a hockey fan since I was born. I was assigned hockey at birth, and it's been a rough road. What's even worse is I was born in the wonderful city of Vancouver into this flop team we call the Canucks. They're my main team, I have been bandwagoning the Pittsburgh Penguins since Sidney Crosby scored the golden goal in 2010. And I also like the current Dallas Stars team minus somebody we don't talk about. My favorite hockey moment of all time and one that I have personally experienced was Alex Burrows, my favorite hockey player, slaying the dragon, which was the Chicago Blackhawks in the 2011 playoffs. But the Tortorella Flames meltdown is close. I hate the Flames. That was so fun. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it for me. As you can tell, there's a bit of a rivalry going on on this podcast. Enemies to lovers. Yeah, so my name's Heather. Um good questions good questions my pronouns are she her and I'm also from Canada I don't we're just that's us here um my teams are probably Philadelphia Dallas and Toronto but saying that means nothing (laughs) and you'll see why later um my favorite all-time moment in all of hockey um, is really hard to decide, um, but it's definitely when Harvey the Hound got his tongue ripped out. Um, and my favorite hockey moment since I started watching hockey uh, was probably when Jared Stahl got drafted. Okay, Stahl, Stanny. Oh <laughs> That's it. That's my introduction. I don't know what to tell you. I've been watching hockey my entire life. Um, and yeah, that was really important to the country when he got drafted to the Phoenix Coyotes. So <laughs> what, oh my wait, God, there's four of us and there's four stall brothers. Go ahead. Where did he, where did, uh, where did he go in the draft? 
I can't believe you would say something like that. Um, you should know. I know nothing about the Stahl brothers. Everything I've learned from the St- about the Stahl brothers, I've learned from you. So, do you do you know when any of the other ones went? No. Okay. Oh wait, 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 wait. One of them went either second or third overall because I saw them get the, I saw them get a picture with uh, Eric Johnson. Uh, what year was Johnson drafted? I have no idea. Two thousand and six, I believe. I believe EJ okay. was two thousand six, but let me check to be sure. He wouldn't have been with one of yep, the stars. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. What? Okay. Jordan Stahl went yeah, second overall been with, in 2006. It would have been Jordan. Okay. Yeah, it so Jordan, because Eric was okay. earlier. And um, yeah, regardless, um, Jared went 49th overall in 2008. He was a second rounder. We love second rounders here. Okay. Should I introduce myself? Yes, please. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brenna. Um, you already heard my voice, but you don't know who I am. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. My favorite teams are the Devils, the Boston Bruins, and the Minnesota Wild. I am a Minnesota Wild bandwagoner, but not for who you think. Not for, not for Kirill Kaprizov. Um, my all-time favorite hockey mo- Oh, mo- I got into hockey again. Like, I'm from America but I've also been watching hockey my whole life. My dad, I grew up in a Rangers household, but you know, you know how that goes. I grew up in New Jersey, so I'm a New Jersey fan. There used to be a kid on, that I went to elementary school with who he would go around on the playground every day and ask who your favorite hockey team is. And if you didn't say the New Jersey Devils, he would punch you. (laughs) So that's why I'm a Devils fan. (laughs) And, um, my favorite all-time hockey moment is probably when Gritty got announced. Like it just—he—he's uh, he, the love of my life. If I could—if I could marry Gritty, I would. I want to marry whoever's inside Gritty. They are very talented. Um, and my favorite hockey moment since I started watching hockey, um, is probably when Brian Boyle scored a hat trick against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Hockey Fights Cancer Night, which whenever I watch the video still makes me cry like to this day it's four years old and it makes me cry every time <sighs> so that's me awesome so that's the four people on today's podcast um well and as this is the first episode I thought I could take some time to introduce this pod and kind of what you as the listener should expect to get out of it in the long run. And it is that this is a podcast that's a lot more focused on the fans and fandom of hockey. Um, Meaning that we're going to interview people who for lack of a better term are are non-traditional fans. Not that there is any traditional fan, but it is just like those people that sometimes are left out of the conversation. And then my next question is going to be, what's your favorite part of hockey fandom? Personally, I love just getting to meet new people and talk to different people and people from all over the world that have the same interests as me.
That's a really nice question, Sarah. For me, I think it would be meeting fellow Stahl Brother fans. I really like to, <laughs> I really like to engage in Stahl discourse. <laughs> so true, Sash. As a member of the Stahl Brothers uh, fan club, I think it's so important that we can connect with each other and uh, really make those meaningful uh, moments happen. Uh, because it's hard to find someone who also likes the Stahl Brothers. It really is. Okay, but my actual answer is my favorite part of being in the hockey fandom is seeing that, oh, I'm not that obsessed with it. There's people way worse than me. Okay, your turn, Heather. Yeah, so my honest answer is probably, uh, probably comes down to like game night. So I as a kid, like went to a lot of games. I won't mention what team, not a good one. Um, but the whole part of going to a game is like the experience, right? And you're sitting there with like your family, your friends. And uh, in the in the past while that I kind of got into like hockey fandom, I guess, um, it's really given that back, back to me in a sense that I can watch a game and like talk to people while I'm watching that game uh, rather than just like, sitting there listening to my dad complain about the team I like so it's nice to like have uh have like peers again during during games yeah uh my favorite part of like just being on like hockey twitter just hockey twitter in general it's just like everyone on here is so like funny like just un unmatched completely unmatched I started on hockey tumblr and like 20 like 16 probably and that was like the first part of the hockey fandom I got into and they're not funny I hate to say it but they're not as funny as us and they'll never be as funny as us I can testify to that I can also testify to that like love your hockey tumbler but ooh, it's you don't really have much of a purpose beyond the gifs anymore but go ahead the hockey like the hockey twitter is very focused on like jokes and memes and like what's going on in the actual game and hockey tumblr is very like there's two sides of hockey tumblr and that's the shippers and the puck bunnies and those are the only two people who are on the hockey tumblr anymore <laughs> it's like don't forget the ex-reader writers <laughs> we try to forget them ah uh, that's embarrassing. Not saying that, not saying that writing or reading X-reader fan fiction is embarrassing because I used to do both. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. If you have more to add, add it. I just wanted to say that one of my favorite moments in the hockey fandom thus far. I was really young for this. It was maybe 2012, but it was when Tyler Sagan found out about hockey RPF. (laughs) I did not experience that. Everything I know about that is secondhand. Yeah, I experienced that firsthand in him tweeting his AHL buddy about the fanfic about them. So Tyler, Tyler Um, fans, where are we at? (laughs) Well... Uh, my favorite moment I should also mention is right now when Oscar Lindblom just scored. Thank you. 
Go Flyers. Oh, yeah. It's all good. I, I forgot to mention. So we're filming this on the 22nd of March. I don't know when this is going to go up. Or tr- I'm going to try to get it up for the 23rd. But uh, we'll see. I apologize if everything about this is outdated in a week. <laughs> but yeah. Let's go Oscar. Um... So, as the resident Canucks fan, Sash, do you want to take the clowning of bidding chiclets? Oh, yes. All right. I have been waiting to sink my teeth into this for a while now. So, I tend to be a little bit of a bystander on hockey Twitter. But I'm no Mr. Booth, is what I'm saying which is a figure that we will get into very soon. The day was, I'm not good at dates, but I think it was March 20th or 19th. The Canucks had just played the Montreal Canadiens and Jimothy Timothy, Jamas Thomas Miller had scored an amazing goal in overtime. Naturally, I wanted to go and find it on Twitter and retweet it. I wanted to see the highlight. While looking for it, I stumbled across our age-old enemy, Barstool. But wait, something was different. The source of the Twitter video that they were using to show the JT Miller highlight said, fuck Barstool. And this is where it all begins. There was a spiral after this. Barstool started blocking anybody who breathed. And there's quite a few of us on this planet who engaged in breathing, so it was quite a night. And the brave soul who was the person whose video Barstool kept trying to take basically trolled them so bad that Paul Bissonnette got involved. And not only did Paul Bissonnette got involved, he got so mad that he tried to ratio and hand an L out to an 18-year-old on Twitter. (laughs) I can't believe this is real and not just something I made up because I hate fitting chiclets. We have two 18-year-olds, because Mr. Booth and me. Oh, fine. And that would have been bad enough. Mr. Booth is a known troll on Connects Twitter, and we say 18, but perhaps Mr. Booth is, like, I don't know, 45. Maybe he really is David Booth. However... The gist of it is that Paul Bissonnette got incredibly infuriated with teenagers for making doctored screenshots, okay, cop. And (laughs) it spiraled from there. You'd think that after a day it would have blown over, but no, he saw a meme about male virginity and decided to bring up Mr. Booth again because that's a totally normal thing that a 36-year-old does. So yeah, if anybody wants to comment on this, I don't know if I got the timeline entirely right. It was kind of a blur. (laughs) Yeah, you totally got the timeline right. The one thing you missed was after the guy that did that did all those things, his name's Cody, by the way, because I'm going to accidentally call him his name. 
um, what happened? Then they deleted that video and ended up using here's your replay um, is video. And then everyone was like, that's a repost. What are you doing? Until they had to delete that video. It was so good. <laughs> Wasn't it deleted a total of four times? Go ahead. Now, I have no idea. Uh, I would just like to shout out to Cody. Uh, I got like two hit tweets out of it. Uh, felt really good about that. Um, yeah. And it it was so, so good. My first hit tweet in a while. Like, honestly, the only thing that makes me feel anything anymore is getting more than like 100 likes on a tweet. That's it. It's like, that's That's a good feeling. I reached you a biz, and that was a good feeling. Oh, congratulations! Because, so you the so that so that all happened on the Friday, and then on the Saturday, Biz, while drinking like his morning coffee, decides he's gonna go on Twitter and try to like deal some L's. His words, not mine. Um, and anyways, so he like tweets at uh, he at Mr. Booth in, a, in the tweet about male virginity. Then one of our friends quote tweets it, and uh, and then Paul Biznet replies to her, and then I'm like okay, Paul missed the net. So I reply to him. And then he replies to me twice after I'm like, hmm, taking or like replying to teens. That's L. And he's like, the bios is 2000. And it's like, someone's really good at making sure someone's not a teen. I wonder why. Oh my God. He's so ah. embarrassing. He's so embarrassing. Like, oh, why do the most embarrassing men play this sport? Like, I just don't get it. That's implying he played this sport. For more I mean, than... he did. He did. <laughs> he got, like twenty-two career points or whatever. Like, congrats! Seven more than goals are so bad. funny to me. He has seven career goals. I will have you know, his career season was three goals, two assists. Okay, so I, I, hockey. Who as much it? as I'm on the Bisonette didn't play hockey train, I also stand by the fact that Jared Stahl's two NHL games count, so I have to say um, he did play hockey. Jared, but Jared Stahl is a better hockey player than Paul Bissonnette. But Jared Stahl's three brothers are, however many brothers were on the thing, won a cup, so therefore he counts. Also, we like him. Uh, wait, It's all cute that you think they all have a cup. <laughs> Except I Jared. Oh, do. I just don't know who. No, no, they don't. They know. Okay, wait. wait, does Jared does Jared play in the AHL? Like he has to be doing something, right? No? Uh, I'm pretty sure Jared coaches. Like, he coaches boring. he coaches something. I don't I don't He's know anymore. Shamed out of the sport apparently by his brothers. <laughs> Basically. Leave him alone. That's so sad. Jared, I love you. Jared Stahl, your inner thoughts <laughs> and prayers. Thoughts and prayers sent out to Jared Stahl. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Definitely gone. Gone for a while. <laughs> He's only 30 years old, please. <laughs> it's like, it's exactly like Mark Friedman. He's not dead. He's just a pen or doing whatever the heck he's doing that's similar to being a pen. Oh, you mean he's just on a team with a playoff chance? Okay. I, here's the thing. I just want to say that I made that joke about four months before Mark Friedman got traded. I made it about Emil Army. I said, Emil Army, rip, he's not dead, he's just in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and then Mark Friedman got traded and everyone cared suddenly. 
He didn't even get traded. He got picked off of waivers, which is even worse. Yeah. John Hextall coming to collect his draft, baby. Um, I have a real issue with the waivers. Just, like, waivers in general. Like, when when Adam Henrique got put on waivers by the Anaheim Ducks, and you're like, uh, what is this supposed to mean? He's one of your, he's, like, one of your top goal scorers. And on top of that, like, New Jersey didn't even pick him up. I wanted him home so badly. I wanted him home so badly, I, I couldn't even stand it. New Jersey was supposed to just stick out their little raccoon hands and go grabby, grabby. grabby Come grabby. on! He's so close. He's so close. Bring him home. He's actually good. We need him. We need he. Hmm. I need he. I need he to live. Hmm. Yeah. So I think we have more on Biz later. So let's move on to our favorite topic, trashing Carter Hart. Woo! Woo! Ah, <laughs> uh, my favorite boy to hate. The God of... So- it's no secret that he's been having a bad season. Um, we're going to chalk this up to him having a thing for Ted Cruz. <laughs> him having a thing for Ted Cruz and Tristan Jari? Okay, one of those maybe is like, one of those guys is also for, kind of from Sherwood Park. He stays there in the summer now. I don't know why. To be close <laughs> to him. And it's acceptable. The other one is a stupid, bad politician. That's true. Well, I'm not to get... One of them them is Tristan Jerry, and one of them is the Zodiac Killer. (laughs) (laughs) I... Okay, not to hate on stats or anything, but we're on No Stats, Just Vibes podcast. However, in the case of Carter Hart, not only are the vibes wrong, the stats are too. So that's kind of iffy. Out of all the starting goaltenders in the National Hockey League this season, Carter Hart is last in starting goaltender save percentage expected. And this means he's behind Matt Murray. So, yikes. I have to check where McKenzie ends up on that list because I, I don't think McKenzie's doing much better, but he's doing better. He's doing McKenzie better. Blackwood is 17th with minus 0.3% as opposed to Carter's minus 2%. He's so bad. He's so bad this year. Why is he so bad? But McKenzie, like, legitimate reasons why. Like, he's young, he's only 22, it's a global pandemic. You know, he's really routine-oriented, and his routine was disrupt- was dis- um, disrupted. But I think it's just, like, a lot more funny if we go, Ted Cruz, Stanny, you deserve it. Ted, Ted Cruz, Stanny from Canada. Like, huh? He's from the park. What are okay, you Okay, yeah, I know that you were, that, not you, but that uh, certain parts of Alberta are the deep south of Canada. So, as someone who lives in the Deep South, personally, I think Alberta might be worse. True, true, true. As someone who... Mm, the same way that there's pockets of good in the Deep South, there's pockets of good in Alberta. I am the only there pocket in the Deep South. There are me. pockets of good me. in Alberta, but they're few and far between. Like, I used to go to improv in Alberta. I know that there's, like, gay clubs. Like, 
we and like drag queens like we have gay positive stuff here i guess it is i live in the big city i mean but whatever like i'm gay and they don't like they don't bash me down i mean like at least it's not like manitoba i love all the the canadian centric comedy going on here that i just don't understand yeah manitoba it sucks (laughs) (laughs) winnipeg's bad yeah oh my god winnipeg is is bad i mean winnipeg is the columbus of canada right yeah like and it's like from columbus to columbus and that's like okay there's imagine you are a player a free agent and there's two teams that you can go to and they're both equally bad you've got the winnipeg jets here's the thing and you've got the anaheim ducks (gasps) i'm going to anaheim i'm going to california thank you oh i got to live with i get to be with my little baby yanni hockenpah i i adore him so cute (laughs) how many ducks can you name i can name at least six (laughs) okay i can name at least four heather (laughs) I can I name, can name four ducks. ducks, and that's a miracle. Okay, if I try to name four ducks, um, there's the two rookies, uh, Drysdale and Zegers, and then there's Adam Henrique and uh, the the other guy, you know, the ball yeah. boy. Ryan Getzloff? Yeah, thanks. Egg! Egg derogatory. I, have, I thought I had five. It turns out I have four, because I thought it was Ryan Kessler, not Ryan, Ryan Kessler Getzloff. is also on the Ducks. I got John Gibson. Yeah, Kessler's also on the decks. Yeah, I know too many ducks because you got Yanni Hopkins. Wait, John Gibson got traded? Danton Hainan. You got, uh, what's his name? What's his first name? Jacob so- Silverberg. Uh, yeah. With a K. Jacob you got Sonny Milano. Oh, Campus Lindholm. Ooh, right, they do. I adore. They do have Hampus Way too many ducks. Um, on the subject of the ducks, just want to get this out here. Ryan Getzlaff was one of my first hockey crushes. All right, that's it. Well, when he had hair, he was quite attractive. Here's the thing: we all have bad taste in in hockey players. Like everyone has, everyone has their own Ryan Getzlaff here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you guys haven't matched with and talked to hockey players on Tinder. I'm a different kind of down bad. Bro, I am so close to changing my, I'm just going to change my settings to say I live in Vancouver so I can match with Jake Bertanen and yell at him. Just, I just want to, shut yell. up! I just, I want to yell at him too. Hi I Jake, if you're listening. I just want to be a part of it. Just let me be a part of your world. Jake Bertanen, let me be a part of your world. <laughs> Jake Bertanen, I'll rock your world. He's probably going to block you for that, as he has blocked everybody on hockey Twitter. Love it. Love it. Let me let me get blocked by another boy that I kind of sort of like. Brady Kachuk. When Brady Kachuk unblocks me, then I will know peace. <laughs> didn't, didn't even say anything bad about him. So mean. So getting back on track, we'll come back to the Carter Hart pup personality videos. But right now, I want to talk about Dustin Wolf. Because he is my Flames baby, meaning Flames prospect. He was drafted in the seventh round in 2019, one of the last picks. He's also an Everett. So he's an Everett silver tip like Carter Hart was. And he, as we're recording this, is four shutouts away from tying Carter Hart's shutout record in the WHL. I love him. 
for personal reasons, I need him to beat Carter Hart for both that it would beat Carter Hart and it would make me very happy and it would prove that I'm not crazy for liking this guy. Also, this is just another thing. Somehow, Everett managed to produce Carter Hart, a goalie that almost burnt down his apartment because he left his stir fry on while trying to take his garbage out and got locked outside. And Dustin Wolf, a goalie who won the Scholastic Player of the Year and has like a 99% average. Make it make sense. King. <laughs> Scholarly King. He's also a ginger. So uh, like... Watch out, Philly's coming not. for your boy. <laughs> Flyers well, are coming for my boy. No, Flyers should... Mark Stahl. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Ginger. It's the Flames. I think they deserve it. I think that they deserve Dustin Wolf. I think he is a very good addition to their team. Personally, I love him because he is an American. And I love that about him. My World Junior boys from this year. His, well, also his mask from World Juniors this year was just sick. I oh, I love this mask. His mask was so cool. It was wolf, the best one. Wolf. You can't not put a wolf on your mask. Yeah, that's true. It reminds me of um, how every single, I'm pretty sure like every single mask that Mackenzie Blackwood has ever had, it has blackie like down it, like by the neck guard part, which, you know, is fine. It's his nickname. I just like, God, I wish he would do something else with it. Yeah. Going to say, all right. Uh, so Dustin Wolf's from California, which very good for him. And what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, because the Flames suck at drafting goalies, like, seriously, look at the history of Flames drafting goalies. It's very good that we drafted a very good goalie in the last round. So, it's uh, no risk, high reward. Totally. Yeah. And then, so just sandwiching that in to the clowning of Carter Hart, because Carter Hart, he's coming for your record. Let's talk about the puck personality videos, which is the first oh one, my God. which Carter Hart legitimately says, if he could do, if he was not an NHL player, what would he be doing? Being a stay-at-home son. He's so embarrassed. <sighs> We're back around to it. The most embarrassing men play this sport. Like, Oh my God. Like, I don't think there's a single one that if I met them in real life, I would be like, yeah, you're pretty chill. You're, you, you like know how to handle yourself in social situations and also could probably cook a meal and maybe do your taxes. Like, do any of these boys know how to do taxes? Doubtful. Maybe Doubtful. not the boys, but I'm sure like Milan Lucic could do his taxes. No, oh, yeah. His taxes and he could cook me a meal. Like, I have something to say about Milan Lucic. I go to his parents' church. Um, and they are so wonderful. <laughs> Milan Lucic is a king, and Vancouver has treated him terribly, and Milan Lucic, I love you. Um, I just want to say that as the only American on this podcast right now, the fact that you guys, like, have connections to hockey players that are, like, actually good, like, I'm connected to hockey players, but he plays in the AHL. <laughs> so, is he really a hockey player? 
connections to hockey players. I mean, I know like the double, like the North Star boys who go to my high school, but that's about it. Um, don't don't call me out like this, Brenna. I will call you out, <laughs> Miss Ryan. Miss Ryan Giroux skates by my house sometimes. Like, <laughs> Uh, to be fair, it wasn't my house. I was just at the house. My dad like, used to do that. And i that's the one thing I dislike about living in Calgary and not Ottawa. I can't, I don't have an excuse to skate where in the, to skate places in the winter because we don't have any skating rinks that go places. Yeah. I don't have any skating rinks, period. I live in the South, so it's very hot. I think yeah. the closest, um, like ice skating rink to me is like an hour away, which is embarrassing for me. Dude, there's a puddle rink that I can see from my window. This is so unfair. And this is a crime against me, a northerner. There's a rink 10 minute walk from my house. I hate all of you. An indoor rink slash curling, um, what are they called? Like eight curling sheets, like literally 15 minute walk away. And then there's an outdoor rink that they sometimes flood, like, five minutes the other way. Yeah, this is some uh, Canadian hockey shit. Yeah, as a former professional figure skater, um, I kind of grew up around ice rinks and all that stuff. But Vancouver doesn't have a lot of outdoor rinks just because it doesn't really get that cold here. I'm so jealous of the Vancouver climate. Like, it does not get cold. And it doesn't, like, it rains a lot, but it, like, you can deal with rain, right? Yeah. Kill your bones. There's no extremes. It doesn't get cold. It doesn't get hot. It's warm and it's chilly. And that's it. Not to, like, dox myself, but, like, I work outdoors and I, I hate, like, that in between temperature. Like, um, if it's like, I'm going to talk in Celsius, Brenna, I'm so sorry. I don't know Fahrenheit. If it's, it's like between, happen. if it's like between zero and minus 20, minus 25, I don't like it. Like it's cold, but it'll, it can snow in that temperature range and, but it's not cold enough. Like it needs to be like lower than minus 30, like to the point that your nose hairs are freezing and like your eyelashes are freezing for me to enjoy the weather. Oh my god, I have never experienced lower than minus 10 in my life. So you're just a crazy person. Uh, I would like to say, yes, I think Heather's a crazy person as someone who's lived through two Arctic vortexes in the past two years. I don't know what any of that means. Like That's so sad for you. Um, But no, it's just like there's something about the, the cold of like, it's so cold that you have to keep going inside or like warm up by a fire that's like really calming it's also like that point where it's too cold to snow so it's always clear when it's that cold out that's fair point okay it's just good skating weather is what I'm saying it's like it's like when I go to work and I stand in the freezer for a while just to like reminisce about home and I don't wear a jacket or anything and then one of my coworkers will walk in and they'll be like what are you doing I go I'm sad leave me alone and they go, ah, you weird northerner. Ah, uh, you weird. No, I'm just a weird girl. Like, they just go, they just go, oh, yeah, forgot she was a freak. <sighs> okay, 
back on okay. a little bit. We're going to talk about Carter Hart and he's not doing terrible in the name green thing, St. Patrick's Day thing, despite being red, green, colorblind. <sighs> Sash, I, okay, I, uh, I debate this. I think he is terrible. Like one of the things he listed was green Gatorade. I don't know that he knows it's green. He just knows it's called green Gatorade. <laughs> Matthew Trump said green beer though. So I think that counts. Yeah. Okay, here's my problem with that whole video. Um, recycling cans are green. So the whole video is mute because they didn't give Roman Yossi a point on that. And uh, yeah, I just think- NHL whole- t- trying to fuel the Roman Yossi stupid narrative. And it, here's the thing, he's not stupid. He's very well read. Like if you listen to him on the broadcast, he's like very smart and I love him very much. And he should have gotten a point because he's Roman Yossi. He's Roman Yossi. He deserves it. Okay, some recycling bins are green. So they definitely should have given him that point. I will agree. But in Calgary, the compost bins are green. It's blue recycling here. Yeah. He lives in Nashville. Nashville recycling bins are green. Some of them. And, but like, you can't, you can't give people like some trees are green, some trees are orange, some trees are dead. Like you can't give them all points for trees and then not give Roman Yossi points for recycling bin. Somebody said money, not all money is green. Like Canada like, money. Girl, not- only only the twenty dollar bill is green. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm someone was like, why didn't Carter Hart say money? And it's like, well, because only the twenty dollar bill is green in Canada. So, I, and yeah. I just have a whole problem with that video. That's all I had to say. That's okay. Dash, you probably have some fun takes on the colorblindness. Ah, uh, as a fellow colorblind person, him being selected for that video hit me. <laughs> it hit me. Oh my God. Every time, every single time, somebody's like, you didn't know he was ginger? I'm like, no, I can't see. So... <laughs> Carter Hart, I've got a lot of issues with you, but colorblind is solidarity. Carter Hart, you're a bad person, but you're an okay colorblind person. I mean, there's better colorblind people in the NHL. Like, Tyson Jost is right there. Tyson Jost is right there. I mean, Carter Hart has one thing going for him in my book, and that is his sister is also named Sarah. (laughs) That's the only thing. That's and really, a good thing. Not a point for his parents. True. Yep. All right. Sash, do you want to talk about the Vesna? Oh, yes, I do. First of all, shout out to my mom because Vesna is her name. And second of all, <laughs> um, their Vesna nominations for NHL.com came in the other day. And listen. I'm okay with people being biased, but not when it's people who are supposed to be qualified to know about goalies and about statistics being biased. Thatcher Demko of the Vancouver Canucks has the third best save percentage expected of any starting goalie behind only Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning and Marc-Andre Fleury of the Vegas Golden Knights, and they absolutely deserve to be one and two. I agree with this. However, 
you'd think, well, oh, what did Thatcher Demko get? Did he just get like few votes? I want to put this into perspective. <sighs> Frederick Anderson got three votes. Thatcher Demko got zero. He got zero. Also, John Gibson got votes. <laughs> this is the and least bias. It is. And listen, I love Freddie Anderson. He's one of my favorite goalies. But me loving him does not make me blind to the fact that the statistics of this year have not been great. Toronto maybe second or first in the West. I'm not, not West in the North. I'm not sure anymore, but it's not because of goaltending. I'll tell you that much. And it's very frustrating when the only thing that's carrying my team is our goalie and he's getting zero recognition for it. As usual, this happened with Markstrom and this is happening with Demko. And I'm very frustrated. And why do John Gibson and Frederick Anderson have nominations? Uh, Brenna, do you have opinions on why John Gibson would have been nominated? Was that by the resident Ducks fan now? Yeah. I, cur I currently hate the Ducks because they're currently playing the Wild and they just scored. So they are. I'm not a fan of them. I don't think John Gibson deserves any trophy. I honestly, the Ducks are bad. The Ducks are bad. And if your whole team is doing bad, doesn't that mean that your goaltender is also bad? Like, just not, like if you're last in the, if you're like at the bottom of the rankings, like I'm not saying this as, as a Devils fan, number currently 26th in the league. I'm allowed to say, that my team is bad and my goaltending might be better than the rest of my team, but, but that doesn't mean it's good right now. Like what are, what, is, what rank is the ducks right now? Like they're not high. My team, I think is maybe 25th in the league, the Canucks. And some, yeah. somehow like the ducks. We, we somehow there's only two goals against average on Demko. So the Ducks are 29th in the league with a point different with a a goal differential of negative 39. Like Oof. if John Gibson is good, why is their goal differential so high? Like there should it shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be. Like yeah, that ain't it. Like the New Jersey Devils are negative 19. You're negative 39. You should not be nominated for a Vesna. Do you know the Canucks stat for that? Because I don't. I'm. Uh, the Canucks are negative 12. Sorry, I'm looking at this right now. The Thank Flames you. are currently below the Canucks in North standings, just above the Senators. And they're currently nice. losing to the Senators, so... Sarah, you have, like, 19 games in hand on us, so... <laughs> You're, you'll be good. The Flames you'll have be good. three games in hand. But I will say, John Gibson has carried the Ducks through terrible seasons before. He is yes. not carrying them through this terrible season. But it's like the Vesna isn't a it isn't a career wide trophy. It is a season based trophy, and they are Amen. not. Amen. I mean, it's not. You can tell it's not a career wide trophy because Mark Andre Fleury has never won a Vesna. No, poor Angel. My, I'm just saying that if you're going to give if you're going to give a Vesna nomination to. Um, a team that is bad, you should give it to the Nashville Predators. Just period. Either one of them. Agreed. I, I say Juice just because he had like 
two 40, 40 plus save wins in a row. Like, and that, that is just in, in, indescribable how upset it makes me to watch a goalie have to save 40 shots, 40 shots in one night. Yeah. And you said wins, right? Canucks recently had a game where we lost four to one. And in that game, Demko made 43 saves. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, as, as a person, I didn't, I've never played hockey, but I did used to play soccer and I used to be the goalie for soccer. Me if too. My, if my team ever let me face 40 shots, I would have quit on the spot. Like it's, I would, they would have, they wouldn't even gotten to 40 shots. I would have gotten to like 30 and I'd be like, I'm done. Where's my defense? Like, where are you? The Canucks have three defensemen. That's like established. And, and we also have noted Calder winner, Tyler Myers, but. (laughs) What year did he win the Calder? What year? 2011 over Tyler Sagan. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. This is hilarious to me because Tyler, um, what's his face? Myers went to like edge which is the big fancy sports school in calgary and i think so did jake for when he was on the hitman yeah oh t- t- trust me i have so many edge stories about chicken but um keep it to yourself um but pre-covid i was at edge for one of my sister's ringette games and i was like looking at the tvs where they're like showing off what they're doing the boys were curling in shorts you don't curl in shorts your knees will melt the ice Sorry, I will. I'm gonna go be quiet about curling. Oh my god! I saw the 2010 Vancouver Olympics um, gold medal curling game <laughs> in person. Yeah. I fell asleep, but it was. <laughs> I was very grateful for the experience. I fell asleep during it. The only it was I- like seven. <laughs> go ahead. The only curling I've ever watched is the New Jersey Devils made a video of Mackenzie Blackwood and PK Subban curling. And that's it. That's the only one I've ever watched. That's the night we became friends. Oh, was Um, it? Oh. Yeah, the night that Brenna and I became friends was the night that Brenna sent me the video links to watch Mackenzie Blackwood curl. Yeah. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Sarah is the only valid Flames fan, honestly. (laughs) I, I mean, I yeah. wear that like a badge of honor. I mean, I can, I can whip out my Johnny Gaudreau phone case and the jersey I have. Oh yeah, Brenna, when you were talking earlier, when there was like, there was like a little boy in the playground who'd punch you in the face if you didn't say the New Jersey Devils were your favorite team. I thought I immediately visualized Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> um, Johnny Gaudreau is a Philadelphia Flyers fan and I will um, always hate him for that. It's the only thing I'll ever hate him him for is that he lived in New Jersey and he was a Philadelphia fan like that's just wrong he's from South Jersey what are you expecting um you're from South Jersey you're from South Jersey (laughs) you're from South Jersey you should be a New Jersey fan I don't know where Newark is where's Newark it's in North Jersey but still I lived in Central Jersey and people are gonna get angry at me if they hear this for saying Central Jersey but I literally lived in the middle of the state like you can't get mad at me um and like, hey, I lived I lived an hour away from Newark and an hour away from Philly, and I chose the right one. It's not that hard, Johnny. Like, plus, it's just the fact that like they were also good when he was growing up. 
Like the New Jersey Devils were legitimately good when he was little, and he huh. still he still picked the Flyers. Ah, well. <sighs> anyway, all right. Anyway, Wait, but like when when you say when he was growing up, are you talking about like his early like his childhood or his like teens? So Johnny Gaudreau is like five years older than me, and. Okay. Um, when I, the, they won their last cup when I was five. So they won the last cup when I was 10, when, when he was 10 ish. I don't know his exact age, but like you would think like, and they were good the years after that. It's not like they suddenly stopped being good in 2003. Oh, Oh, I know. I just like, I'm thinking of like the golden era of Flyers hockey was like pretty it was happening at the same time. Yes, but the New Jersey Devils were better. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying we have, the Flyers we have were good. Cups. We have three cups and Philly has how many? Okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. But you two. have to look at Uh-oh. look at who was on the yeah, team. Yeah, but they're old. Back, okay. they're old. Back, back, back to back. back old. Back to back old one. Back to back. Back, back to back. back. But oh my god, we're all we're all Timothy Timothy um Stannies in here. Okay, I just want to say my this is like completely unrelated. I'm really sorry, but TJ Oshi drives me nuts because there's no J name. Like, where's the J? His name's like Timothy Leaf Oshi. It's okay. Oh. So that between Timothy Leaf and oh, what is Jordy Ben's first name? It makes me so upset because it the rest of the kids' names are George. It's Jamie and Jenny. It's Philip and Philip. Like you were, you were, and then he chose to be called Jordy, and it's just so funny. Philip Jordan Ben. I swear to God. I also want to remind everybody that Elias Pedersen's real name isn't Elias; it's Frederick. But okay, I've heard so many things about that because everyone is like, his name is Elias. And then they're like, no, his name is Frederick. And they're like, no, his middle name is Frederick. It's like, I don't, I just don't know what it is. I just don't know. And I honestly, whatever he wants to be called. He's he's exactly. Elias, Elias Pedersen. He can, he can call himself whatever he wants. While we're so talking true. about Canucks with weird names, I know this is really well known, but I still can't get over the fact that Bo Horvath's parents were like, Bo's too weird a name. I'm going to name him after David Bowie. <laughs> it's so cute. I love his name. I love his name. I'm the number one Bo Horvat fan on hockey Twitter. I would like to claim my title, by the way. Um, I'm like one of three Bo Horvat fans on hockey Twitter. So you know, I, um, I just realized that your your name was Scorvat. Yeah. And every single time I saw it, I would read it as SC Horvat. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the intention. Okay. <laughs> I changed it to Max Scorvat just to give a shout out to the McEwens for um, adopting me. So, yeah. Best mom. Best mom. Okay, I can't find the the Vizina Trophy thing anymore. Oh, the the nominations? Yeah, I just can't find it. I will currently, I will send them right away. Hold on. But while we're doing that, um, I did also want to mention while we're on the topic of funny, funny hockey names. 
does anybody know what JT Miller's real name is? Because I hate it and it's so white. Oh my god, no. Or I was imagining like Jason Thomas. Thomas. It's like no, Johnny, no, 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 no. It's, it's Johnny Tanner. It's John <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I um my brother's name is Tanner, so I automatically like hate anyone with the same name as him. Like I love my brother, but I hate I hate that name. Tanner. I posted the Vesna um, nominations for you, Brenna. Thank you. JT Comfort is Joseph Tyler. Or Taylor, rather. Joseph Taylor. Yeah, that's bad. acceptable. That's acceptable. I really love going through the, like, abbreviation names and seeing what the real names are. Well, I will never get over um, Brady Kachuk's full name being Brayden. And then they took he took it off of his Wikipedia page because he didn't want anyone to know. And then somebody <laughs> dug through an article and was like, wait, that, that says Brayden Kachuk. So they went back and they changed his Wikipedia article to be Brayden again. I, yeah. He has me by the short hairs, unfortunately. So what's the story of you getting blocked by Brady oh, Kachuk? I honestly don't know. Oh, sorry, uh, okay, so um, I, like, I never, I did follow him. Um, but so when World Juniors was going on, I have a real problem with Cam York. So um, I was tweeting, like, like, you know, just random Cam York slander. Just try to get, like, all the Cam York fans to unfollow me. And, um... I think I tweeted something like, uh, bitches, bitches will call Cam York cute, but then turn around and call Brady Kachuk ugly. And I think that's what got me blocked. <laughs> oh, no. I think, I think he just like, I don't know if he searched Brady Kachuk ugly, which honestly <laughs> sounds like something I would do. And was just like going down the list, just like blocking people who tweeted that. And I was like, I mean, I was calling you cute, but... Like you didn't see you didn't see all my thirst tweets about you or whatever, but you know. I've never Honestly, been as good. mortified as when Chantal Kachuk said that she named searches Kachuk on Twitter because I said some stuff about her. <laughs> I have oh thirst God. tweeted about her. And I think we all have at one point. I was definitely in your mentions. Who hasn't <laughs> tweeted about Chantal Kachuk or Terry Konechny? Or Ellen Hughes. Ellen Hughes. Or Ellen Hughes is a big one. Me. Literally me. Who? What? I don't tweet about any of those people. I try. Well, I maybe try. you should thirst tweet about the stalls, mom. Okay, I try not I, to thirst tweet I don't about even know that her. Okay, I do know her name. That's a lie. <laughs> but can I say, I'm looking at these Vesna trophy um, nominations, and Kapo Kakanen, so true. I love that guy. I think he deserves it. I think he should win it. No stats, just vibes. No, I just I just realized, like, oh my god, Semyon Varlamov is way too high. Ugh, I can't believe he still plays hockey. Gross. But yeah, Kapo Kakin in 20 points, so true. Oh, no, six points, but still. Angel. I have to go soon, so Sarah, do you want to ask the NWHL yeah. thing? So let's just go through with the, so we're going to talk about the NWHL so I forgot the schedule so I'm gonna go quickly but while I'm doing that can you give your picks for who you think is going to win the cup 
Who I think is going to win is who I want to win, and that is the Toronto Six. Okay, as a known Toronto Six fan, um, I think the Rivs are going to win. That's my bet. The Rivs aren't in there. <gasps> that was the joke. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. The Six are going to win. Like, I mean, I... Sorry, go ahead, Brenna. No, it's not. I want the Toronto Six to win. I want the Toronto Six to win because my favorite, my favorite, like... Oh my god. Um, the Toronto Six posted that one video and I got very um, hooked on Amy Curlew like immediately because I think she's so cute. I want Yeah, to, I, want to I know because you're the one that sent me her picture and we're like, who is this? And I was like, who, oh my god. Because <laughs> the way that they had the way that they had her in the video, I couldn't see her number. So I was like, I was like just going through roster picks. I was like, who is she? I want to be her friend. And then like, she never goes on Twitter. So you know um so shout out to the one nw oh go ahead go ahead go ahead sorry i also think the toronto six but that's because i love digit murphy so much but anyway oh my god same back to who i think is gonna win i think boston's gonna win and you know boston is my boston was up until this year my favorite nwhl team boston pride uh but then toronto six came in and was like i Come, come I wouldn't be also, our win song is, is Taylor Swift come here okay I wouldn't be surprised to see Minnesota win though like the Whitecaps um are good yeah, uh, uh, so, yeah they're good um the, the Whitecaps are really good but I will never forgive Cappy for liking that barstool Erica Nardini tweet like, it's, yeah <laughs> the thing about the thing yeah. about the Whitecaps is like their goalie pads are so good so good so So are their jerseys like the the mountains on their jerseys i'm in love with yeah everything about like they i don't know they just look the best they do they got a great aesthetic they're gonna win yeah and i just wanted to say shout out to the one and only nawhl player who follows me that and that is carly jackson of the buffalo buttes and i love you okay okay the buffalo buttes aren't in the tournament anymore but can i just talk about the buffalo buttes for a bit because they have a really tall player, and I can't remember her name. And then they also have a player who's 4'11", and I love her, and she is adorable. Also, forgive me, I cannot remember her name. Brandon, I think her last name's like Propeltier, but I can't remember. But just, no, I love her. Thank you. I've got you. I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking <laughs> at the roster. I just believe that John Gibson got one point, but Tickerass didn't get a single one. Like, it's so f- funny. What is going on here? It's John Gibson. He's whatever, whatever. Tickerass elite. Yes, he is, and everybody who's watched hockey for more than ten minutes knows that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be so pressed about these the these Vesna voting for like ever now. I can't believe I missed that. <gasps> oh my god. I'm sorry. Can you I don't know what you're yelling about, but I really <laughs> hope it's Jeff Skinner's goal. Oh, it's Jordan Greenway. Never mind. Jordan Greenway. Amanda is now tagging me in pictures of Jordan Greenway. I'm gonna cry. Okay, I have to go because it is 6:10 and I've been here an hour and 10 minutes, and I have to go eat lunch. But thank you so much for having me. Sarah, it was incredibly bold of you to allow a Canucks fan on your first episode. 
Um. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Bye. Hopefully you'll be back soon. I hope so too. And if I am not back before the end of this recording, I would just like to say that my pick for the heart of the week would be Paul Bissonnette. Thank you. Oh, a little bit of background. Hearts are the opposite of stars. So it's kind of, instead of being like, you did something good and you deserve a shout out, it's you did something terrible, we dislike you, you're getting named and shamed. Continue. Um, named, <laughs> named and shamed. Sorry, Sash, continue. So yeah, bye everybody. That's all I really wanted to say. Um, follow me at, at, at um, Max Corvat. So M-A-C-S-C-O-R-E-V-A-T. Um, yeah, I had so much fun being here. Hopefully I can be on here again one day. And I hope on that day, it'll be me and Sarah aggressively talking about our rivalry. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And stand the stall, brothers. Bye. So true. Bye. So true. Okay. So do you guys want to talk about honorary Kachuk Jimmy Stutzla? <laughs> I would love to. Um, I would love to talk all, about Jimmy Stutzla. All I know... Uh, yeah, I know nothing about him. I, I just, like, don't follow the Canadian teams. Okay. Okay, former Ottawa Senators fan. Okay, and when we say former, we mean, like, very former. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so he's, like, 18-year-old German kid who is very good at hockey, but he's really, he's living with Josh Norris and Brady Kachuk. And the first time that they played the Flames, the uh, announcers were literally like, ah, you know, you got to hang out when you're meeting the family. And it was like this really big deal out of it. And it was so funny. And now he's like included in the family FaceTimes. And this is just very important to me. The whole Kachuk family makes me so soft. Like, I love Chantal. I love Keith. I love Brady. I love... Matthew, I love Jimmy, and I even love Robert. Like, yeah. like, and then you forgot you have- Taryn. You oh forgot Taryn. Yes, of course. Hi, Taryn. I'm Lena. I've been here for the first part of the <laughs> of the podcast, but I haven't been chiming in because I wasn't sure if uh, four people would be too much. Anyway, I have been waiting patiently for my moment to chime in, and I will <laughs> not stand for Taryn slander. That's where I draw the line. Okay, okay. I love Taryn. I do. I just. You know, I just feel really bad when the only time she's ever talked about it is in relation to her brothers. Like, she's such a good, like, as a person who, I never played field hockey, but I always wanted to play field hockey. I just couldn't play field hockey because I played so many other sports. Um, I am- Jock, we get it. You're so ripped. <laughs> former former jock, okay. Washed up school athlete. Um, I just think she's, like, really talented. And honestly, if I could be her friend, I want to be. She's like the Missouri, um, like, what is it like, called? Yeah, like the Mis- Missouri women's field hockey all-star or something like that. Like, she's very good at field hockey. She's very yeah. good. Yeah, she, think, goes honestly, to, she goes to University of Virginia now to play field hockey. And like every other sport at University of Virginia, they're really good. Um, so I probably, actually, I probably know someone who could possibly know her based on, you know, like, 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 maybe like two people between at this point but it's like it's like um Taryn Kachuk is 
like I just I she's just really good she's really good and if you've ever watched a video of her playing field hockey you know how good she is she's honestly the best hockey player in the family yep if I can say that right now and Brady will both agree with you on that like, I think I think it's so funny that the Kachucks have like a rating system for who is the best athlete and they all based off of like the most recent best accomplishment and because Taryn was the last one to have a real championship obviously I mean she, she's she's the one who's had the last three championships she's you probably, have to give it to her she's probably going to be the only one with a championship for a while yeah <laughs> if I'm going to be yeah. honest between the Ottawa Senators, the Flames, and whatever team Taryn decides to play for, I guess the University of Virginia, yeah. I yeah. think Virginia might come the closest to a cup or a trophy. Yep. Yeah, I'm like. going to go with that one. Um, but yeah. But yeah. So, the Kachuk's of the whole... Oops, sorry. Back to the whole Kachuk family, because then, then on the other side of it, you have also the fact that they're related to the Hayes. And you're like, oh, Kevin Hayes. Jimmy Hayes and then on top of that they're also cousins with um Tom Fitzgerald who is the general manager of the New Jersey Devils so it's just like everything in my life is surrounded by the Kachucks I am I am here they are the center of my universe hockey nepotism hockey nepotism it's real and why can't it benefit me why can't it benefit me I feel like ho- hockey nepotism should be a segment of the show where we find, where we, we start tracing back the lineages or the someone's family it. tree to see how far related they are from other people in the league. I will do it. I will do it. I Let's am see. adding that to the uh, guys. I I hate to break it to you. There's a whole Wikipedia page on like distant relations in the NHL already. Like, and I'm talking it, like. Yeah third cousins twice removed and divorced and then remarried like it's wild okay so i'm glad that i'm not the craziest person that exists at this point (laughs) we're going to just recount that wikipedia page we'll just have to read it we'll read it one day just like on on the podcast just like reading a wikipedia page it'll be real thrilling that'll be my podcast you know what and this today's wikipedia page is nhl players who are distantly related to each other First, the Kachucks and the Hayes. The end. Anyway, yeah, I have a big, I have a big love for for Jimmy Timmy Stutzla, <laughs> new TJ of my heart. I don't, I don't like. I Jimmy is a very Americanized like, like. He's, his, I don't understand why they went with Jimmy instead of Timmy. I think it's just Brady Kachuk being a little bit of a shit disturber, just a little shithead. My little shithead. <laughs> I do think it's funny how, how also it was the media that built the family narrative. And as if the only way Timmy is, the only way that Jimmy is getting in that family is through, ma- is through marriage for some some way, somehow. I don't know how they're, that they're arranging it, but it sounds like an arranged marriage is happening without their consent. <laughs> you can't- what are we talking about? Okay, that's Holden. Hey, oh. Hey, hold it. Do you want to do your little intro bit? Oh, I didn't know we were recording. <laughs> so, I didn't realize. And I guess it's fine. you can do it as well. So just go through like your names and your pronouns. And then hey, I'll give you guys I'm the other um, He, him, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I go, just got I go here. By, yeah, I go by Lena and my pronouns are she, her. 
Um, wow. No, some you, you people walk- didn't read the homework. <laughs> Uh-oh. This document, and I was like, oh, no, there was homework. I was at work. Like, I have a job. And I, was I like, don't cool. do homework. Me either. I have a job, but I'm also on Twitter at my job, which which is why I'm never revealing my real name. Nina Flex. I'll, I will get fired. <laughs> Um, anyway, you've Holden, you walked into me recounting the fact that it feels like the media is arranging a marriage between between Tim Stutzla and one of the Kachucks, and I'm just not sure which one. I'm not sure who arranged it. I'm not sure if anyone signed <laughs> off on it. It seems to be against their will, but they're really going with it. I think it's Brady if it's anyone, but it might be Matthew. You know, just throw the wrench in there or curveball. I like it feels that. like they're concocting a rom-com, and I don't know what it started. When Brady was roommates with Quinn. Oh, we're going back to um, oh, we're go- the okay. odd couple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where they they literally phrase it as the odd couple. They really love Brady and and all of his all of his friendships. <laughs> okay. Um. So we could either go into our recurring bits and just like start doing the stuff to end our podcast, or we can talk about Igor Larianov, the second. Oh my god. Better white boy of the month. No. No, we should just skip. We should let's just skip that. No. Yeah. He's just some dude. I don't understand. Yeah. What is there to say other than the fact that he has the money to get all the ta- all the dumb tattoos most of us want, and he, yeah. he will tweet anything he thinks about, which is the rest of us. He is just some guy. <laughs> he is just some dude. Twitter. If we had NHL player money, this is thank this you, is so Brenna. True. I just think it's very funny that he's related to like one of the original Russian Five, and someone goes, "Wait a minute, who is he?" <laughs> Oh my god, when I had to explain the Russian Five in the group chat, I was like, how do you guys not know who, like, Igor Larionov is? How do you not know? Like, what is this? What world do we live in? All I know about Igor Larionov II is that he wears 69 for the Cool and Red Star, and he has a bunch of tattoos, and, like, he's white boy of the month, and there's a bunch of people trying to convince him to get their phone number tattooed on their arm, on his arm. I think- <laughs> I just would not call him white boy of the month. I would call That's him white me. male. No, I would call him <laughs> white male of the month. All right. No, he wears 69. He's there's a like a, a, no, there's a very big distinction between white male and white boy. Personally, I would just call him um, right. Igor La- Larianov the second. I mean, oh, it might be, it might be like a personal thing for me, but when you say white male, I get a very bad connotation from that. Exactly. I, do, I don't, but I don't dislike Igor. I don't. No, I. I wouldn't call him a male uh, because. You know. Why don't we just call him stay at home son of the month? Stay at home. Yeah, he does have a job. He does play in the KHL. Let's just call him some guy. Nah. He's yeah. just some dude. He's stay some at home dude. son of the month. He's some I feel like dude. That's a, that's He's a some guy medium. of the month. He's like mildly attractive, you know. He's better than most of them. I don't most like that this is a topic for yourself. This, this, <laughs> I don't like that this is a podcast topic. Me either. Can I, we skip it? Okay, moving on. Um, no more. I just have to say, Bretta, you should not be surprised that no one knows who Igor Ivilyanovich is. Like, you should not be surprised that no one knows who the Russian Five is because the Detroit Red Wings are where they are. 
You okay, really should not be surprised. Hockey Town is so sad. The way that nobody knows that the Detroit Red Wings were like the coolest team in the 80s, it, it saddens me. Like they literally, the 80s. Held- they won a cup in like what mid 2000s, right? Yeah, but like, uh, like they helped. They helped people can defect from Russia. That's so badass. Like, oh, it just. Please, please go watch the documentary, The Russian Five. Please, if I can get anyone to watch that, it would make my day. Does it's very good. Our hockey nepotism shout out. Oh yeah, Igor Larionov. <laughs> Igor Larionov. Igor Larionov the second is our hockey nepotism shout out. That's a good segment. Um. Okay. So moving on to our three stars of the week. So it's the same concept as the NHL three stars. We're picking three people who we think deserve a shout-out for doing something good. Okay. Okay. Who, who, who's picking these stars, may I ask? I was, but you can pick different stars. I need okay, to... Okay, I have my own stars. Wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Point of clarification. Is it, like, do they have to be good people, or can they just be good hockey players? Or do they have to be both? Like, does it have to be something good that they did? Brenna, like, you think they're, they're good people? They if it's, like, a bad hockey player doing something good, they get a heart. Or a bad person doing something good, they get a heart. Okay. I thought... How about we give nothing to any of these people? Yeah, how about we don't give them awards? (laughs) It's the whole point. What? They don't... They already get... They get their NHL career and their NHL money. They don't need anything from us. It's not just NHL players. It's anyone who we think deserves a shout-out. Oh, um, Okay. Okay. All right. So third star of the week, Holden's Rats, Chunky and Tuba. Did I get them out? Yes. Okay. Hold on. Gotta say Chunky and Tuba. They're just some guys. They're just some dudes. Some bros. Yeah. They're just some bros. Some chunky rats. This is Tuba. Um, here's the guy of the week. Because this is an audio medium, I have to describe that that Holden is holding up Chunky, who is a yeah. chunky rat. Yeah. No, this is Tuba. Tuba Tuba's the larger one. Sorry, sorry. They're both chunky rats, and Holden is holding Tuba. Oh my god. Is that Tether Mott? <laughs> okay, Heather, do you want to go for your stars? Oh, I have them all like all three of my stars together and I am going to go with hockey players because um I I don't consume any other kind of media so um third star of the week uh wifey Jeff Skinner um he scored a goal tonight and that's a miracle that's honestly a miracle um second star of the week uh is going to be Brady Shea first NHL well not first NHL goal first goal on the Canes which is like more important than your first NHL goal if you played for the Rangers. Um, and then first star of the week. Uh, ooh. Ooh. First star of the week for me. Uh, Shane Gostespierre. Ghost. Um, he didn't play for so long and now he's back and we're not terrible, so. That's a gold star for me. Yeah. 
I would like to say that my stars of the week are um, the, the Stahl brothers with the in the order with the goal in the goals that they have. So it's Eric followed by God. It's Eric followed by Mark followed by no no. It's Eric Jordan and Mark. Okay, fine. It's Eric Jordan and Mark, and once again, there's only three stars. So the fourth stall gets left off the list. So sad. Sorry, Jared. This has been a very stall heavy podcast. And um, hopefully it won't happen again. Brenna, I don't know what you all expected inviting me on here. <laughs> you knew was what was going to happen. Quite stall heavy. So that's pretty good. You could say yeah. we were stalling for time. Um, I just think that um, all of my stars of the week should go to my husbands and my wives and my girlfriends, no matter how well they played hockey or if they got a goal or if they got too many penalties. So yes, number one, number three, my third star of the week is Jordan Greenway because he deserves all of my love all of the time, always. And he just looks like that. Like he just is like allowed to look like that. And that's very unfortunate for me. Number, my second star of the week. Hmm. Let's go with Brady Shea. Obviously I'm a Brady Shea Kenny. Everyone knows this. And I just think it's really cool that he scored he scored his first goal in his 100th game. Like king, just king. Love him. And then my first my first start of the week is Mackenzie Blackwood because he finally won a game. He finally did it, you guys. Yay! Okay. Mackenzie now, off my list of stars. My second star is Todd Scott, so the um U- USHL goalie that got the that got the goalie goal and then got the penalty for excessive uh, celebration. I still, goalie goals are a one, t- or like not necessarily a once in a career, but pretty much a once in a career thing. Let them celebrate excessively. He deserves it. All right. And my first star of the week goes to by a goalie. I think if you get scored on by a goalie, you should feel so ashamed that like, I don't think a celebration should matter that much to your pride anyway. You get scored on by a goalie, you should you should fold the franchise. I'm talking to the Chicago Blackhawks. Fold the franchise. That's okay. all. Um, and then my first star of the week goes to Cody Severson on Twitter for the trolling of Barstool. <laughs> so he was the guy who had the original video posted that uh, Fitting Chicklets took and then started changing, then he started changing his display name. And it was very good. All right. I think my personal favorite was Pink, Wick- Pink Whitney Tastes Like Piss. I think that was an iconic one that was very targeted, but oh also God. particularly funny. Go, Cody. All right. Who wants to give their hearts first? Well, hold on. I have my um, stars of the week. Oh, one of your stars. Uh, so my third star of, a week of the week goes to Bill Cody. <laughs> from the Canucks comment section. Oh no. I don't <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I um should I read read out his comments? It they're so long, but for reference, Bill Cody is going through some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Particularly um, about whether or not he believes whether or not he, he is his relationship with gay people, we don't know yet. He really is <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was very funny. And that is my only star. So, does anyone want to give their hearts first? 
explain it again, sorry. Um, so quick explanation, I know I explained this earlier, but just so we're clear on what hearts are, they're the opposite of stars of the week. It's just, it's someone who did something terrible or someone who is terrible, who did something good, who deserves to be named and shamed and or gets a shout out even though they don't really deserve it or something like that. Sorry, go. Yeah, so <laughs> my stars of the week, hearts of the week, my hearts of the week are uh, Sorokin from the New York Islanders uh, who refuses to let Nolan Patrick score. Uh, that's, he's, he's the third heart. Uh, did they get worse as you go up? I hope yes. so. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second uh, heart of the week is Eric Gustafsson. Um, just, it's just been playing bad past, like turned it over on a power play a couple minutes ago. I'm still watching this game. If you haven't noticed, uh, just bad overall. And then first heart, um, heart of the week goes to Joel Farabee cutting his hair. Yeah. Joel Farabee cut his hair. Yes. Oh yeah. And if, if you looked at like the stats of Corsi versus flow you'd know that that was the opposite of what he was supposed to do but he did it anyway so he's the number one heart embarrassing embarrassing men yeah see i would like to say for the podcast as a whole i think we have to give our number one heart to mr paul mistinet mr <laughs> mr paul gets clowned on by teenagers yep. on a constant basis and asks for it I, I don't know how you go through life being 36 years old, having, God, what, what did he have? Seven total goals his whole professional career, or six? Um, not a great showing. And then still managing to show his ass all the time on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally don't, I, don't, know, I don't know how we would give it to anyone other than Paul. Like, yeah. I can't even, I, I'm so consumed by the thoughts of, like Paul Bissonnette just getting absolutely dunked on on Twitter that I, I can't think of anything else like like what else happened this week I don't know whether it's just my Part time was bad at being a goalie yeah but he's always bad at being a goalie that's nothing new when 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 do we stop his goalie adventures when do we finally like put a tether on him I'm when telling we you, finally get, me get to watch him let me in the move away from the net a child thing on him what are they called? I, I feel like it should be a Child Wrangler backpack on Carter Hart, attach it to the goal. And, you know, he'll probably pull at it a little bit, but I think it could maintain his. I feel his, like it would be funnier if it was a bungee cord. So that he would, it would if he tried to go very, very far away from that very fast, he would be <laughs> propelled right into the net again. No, yeah, we could bungee cord him to the net. Just it would yeah, teach him a little, the little um like hanging bit on his pants, just hook the little bungee cord around it. <laughs> that will teach him. <gasps> okay. Does anyone else have any hearts? No. I, I changed my mind. Um I think that I think that uh I, Bill gets the the heart, and um, that's it. So no as a one... podcast, we're gonna go. Biz Nasty gets the first heart. 
Bill gets the second heart and Carter Hart gets the third heart. Carter Hart so, always gets the third heart. Yeah, it's his name. Honorable mention: Joel Faraby cutting his hair, which was actually emotionally devastating to so many I people. I can't find pictures. It like it, it happened uh, today, right? Like I, I yeah, it happened that. today. I'll hook you up in a couple minutes. We're currently in overtime, so I am a little oh. distracted, but I'll send them. Yeah, I'm on the timeline right now, and all I see is like Brian's going insane. <laughs> I'm just seeing people um, about about the Brady goal. Yeah, I just I just would like to say that uh, what I would like to see this week, what I would like to see again show up in our our stars and our hearts for next week, is that Mr. Booth clowns someone again. I feel like that is always an enjoyable experience. I hope Canucks Twitter does their thing, and um, I hope the Dallas Stars show a thigh pick instead of being cowards. Dallas Stars media, you promised a thigh pick. The Preds encourage you to do a thigh pick, and then you said, mm, we're too sad to do it because we keep sending Jamie Ben out for the shootout, even though he never wins. That's too good. One day I will not be angry about Jamie Ben in the shootout, but that day is not this day, that day is not this season, and that day will not be until he retires. Yeah. All right, so I think that's the end. Um, so if you're still with us, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Fake Fan Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you guys are still with us, thank you for listening. This has been a really fun time. Um, and we have been the Fake Fan Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Fake Fan Fans Podcast. Uh, thank you. Hopefully we'll have another episode out soon. Yeah. See ya.